like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Hope in the Resurrection of Jesus. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Woe to those that have part in the second. Everybody in the second resurrection is going into the lake of fire. And you think I ain't going to praise God for the eternal life I already have? Huh? For the eternal life I already have. And didn't have to work to get. But it was given me as a gift because I called on Jesus. And the same Jesus of Calvary of eternity is living inside of me. And I'm going to have whatever I say. Why am I going to use my mouth against me? I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. I can call those things which be not as though they were. I got that out of his word. In every promise that God ever made to the body of Christ. In Christ is yea and amen. Amen. So God ain't breaking no promises. We need to live in hope. Of the second coming. We need to live in hope. That Christ is alive. And that he lives in us. And I don't care who's in power that don't have Jesus, they're already dead. That's what the Bible says. I'm sorry that they're dead, but they're dead. All of us came in here stillborn, spiritually. And now that we have eternal life, man, listen, you are forced to be reckoned with. You're going to have whatever you say. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Quit, quit, quit all this drama. Pain I endure. Sometimes I always I'm, I'm talking to my back and I'm talking to my body and I'm talking to our Lord. So what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to live. You're supposed to get up and go on about your business. Pain or no pain. Because there's a day coming, ain't going to be no pain. Oh yeah, we're we going to get a body that will live forever. That's what I'm looking forward to. These bodies are wearing out. They're supposed to. Because everything in this world is temporary. Except God's word. <laughs> Nothing transfers out of this world into the next one. But God's word. You ain't taking no money out of here. You ain't taking no house. You're not taking no car. That's right. You have to leave your beloved car. 
I get so tired of them commercials talking about, you know, love your Subaru. How in the world can you love a car? Lack everything. Love people. Like everything but love people. And so, am I in verse 39? Verse 38. And he said unto them, why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands. Now he's giving them what they need to see at this point. Now notice this. He says in verse 39, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. Why? Because that's where the nails went. Christ is alive from the dead and he's stronger than death and certainly stronger than nails. Now notice, he says, a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see me have. So Jesus is saying, when I got up from the dead, I got up in my body and my body has been changed now to a glorious body. He said, behold my hands and my feet. See that it's me. But you notice what he did not say? He didn't say nothing about no blood. Why? Because all this blood has been shed for our sins. And when Jesus got up from the dead the third day, he went back and got that blood and carried it up and put it on the mercy seat. That's why there's a fountain filled with blood. One of these days we're going to be with him. We're going to be with him. And nothing will terrorize us. Nothing will bother us ever again. No more forever. That unsaved wife will be left back here after the rapture. That unsaved husband, those unsaved children, they won't be your concern no more because you won't even be with them. The word that they were taught when you brought them to Sunday school and whatever you tried to do to get them to come to Christ and all that, they're going to have to try to lean and think about all that. But see, it's going to be too late because folk that come to Christ during the Great Tribulation period, heads going to be cut off. And you mean to tell me in a setting like this and you know you need Jesus? I encourage you to get up off of your pride and come to the Lord today. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. And if there's anybody in here that just love going from church to church, checking churches out, seeing how they do. Baby, you better, you better get your eyes on Jesus. Because every church got some messed up heads in there. So if you're looking for a perfect church, you don't want to join this one. Because I know at least three people, there's something wrong with them, starting with the guy with the microphone. Yeah. 
There's <laughs> something wrong with me. So I'm not the best that the grace of God can do. He's still working on me. Now, I know you're perfect. So next Sunday, I want you to preach. Because you need to tell us how you got perfect. And if there be any sons of Pharisees in here, or sons of Sadducees in here, that don't believe in miracles, now, one of these days, all this will be over. We won't be wearing different clothes, all of us. You know why we're wearing clothes? Because all of us are sinners. You say, what about them pole swingers and them dancers? I don't know, you have to ask one of them. <laughs> After Adam and Eve sinned, the first wardrobe was fig leaf fashion. Thank God for his righteousness that clothes our human spirit in God's righteousness. Imputed righteousness. Let me hurry to a close. Y'all still here? So in verse 40, and when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, have you here anything to eat? Now, I looked at that, that joy they had. When it finally dawned on him, when he had gotten through their heart into that place in them, and it dawned on them, and the light came on. This is really Jesus. Their joy just overflowed because they knew this man had come back from the dead just because of his love for them. I felt that. Christ came back from the dead because of his love for us. He went to that cross because of his love for us. And how dare any of us talk about nobody loves me. No, it's time for you to figure out how to love yourself along the way. Don't be asking other people to do for you what you're not even doing for you. Don't put that on other people. And if you're in here not married, quit trying to look for somebody that makes you happy because the day going to come when that man going to say no. Then you're trying to find Johnny Crocker to get a divorce. Don't look for nobody that makes you happy because if they, if, if, if all, I'm not saying that we should not make one another happy, but you understand what I'm saying? People that marry other people because they make them feel good. You better go and move to Orlando, Florida and, and, and get that ticket to Disney World. Because ain't no relationship in this world that always got you feeling good. That's why you have to love. And love does no ill toward his neighbor. And love does not find fault with other people. 
And love is not boastful. Love is not proud. Love is God's way is humility. Now when the Lord blesses you, the more he blesses you, the more humble you ought to get. I'm right now where I am in my spirit in, in sitting at this sacred desk man it, it is more than you can imagine that's going on in my heart in, in my spirit that, that the Lord got going on with me because you know this is all about hearing here hearing here so your whole life can be better That's what this is about. Lord, make me over today. Make me over Wednesday. Make me over next Saturday. Make me over. Because I got some little old ugly ways. Ugly ways. But Lord, if you work on me and fix me. Then I will become even acceptable to myself. Fix me. Can you say fix me Jesus? So. In verse 42. They gave Jesus. Because he asked him. Y'all got anything to eat? That's what you do when you come back from the dead. When he raised Jairus daughter. <laughs> Jesus told him. Go fix that girl some chitlin. Feed her. So here the Lord comes back. It's the third day. It's his resurrection day. And he asks them on the road to the mills, Y'all got anything to eat? And they said, well. Now notice this in verse 42. And they gave him a piece of broiled fish. Not fried fish. <laughs> but you... <laughs> You know it's in our culture. We want the chicken fried. We want the fish fried. We want the shrimp fried. We want the shrimp fried rice. <laughs> so, so here the Lord is saying, listen. Broil it. I, I, I need you to, to broil it. Okay. That ought to be a health signal right there. And not only that, he's showing them, I'm in a body that needs to eat. You in a body and you need to eat. Every day you want to die. Some people had to be to, to have a pencil body. I mean, you, if you want to look good, you will have some meat on your bones. But to have a big old head weighing 80 pounds on the head and all the rest of this is thin, you, you're not going to look, you're not going to look, not, not going to, not, it ain't going to work for you. you 
Jesus wanted them to know, I'm in a body. I ain't got no blood in here. Ain't no blood in my body. I got flesh and bones here. And I'm alive from the dead, and it's the third day since I was put to death. Today is the third day. Today is my resurrection day. I don't have no blood in me. He was living totally by the Holy Ghost. So when he ate that broiled fish, he probably burped. He was good. But he ate to let them know that I'm not a spirit. I'm flesh and bone and I'm in a body. Now in the church today, like the Lord is here. See, that's another thing he's done on you. Every time we come together, the Lord is here with us. Wherever two or three gather together in my name, they are mine to miss. So these old ugly looks you're giving your neighbor, you're looking at Jesus that way. Smile. Be, be, be nice to people. Let me close this for the third time. Verse 43. And he took it and did eat, watch this, before them. What a mighty God. So if the Lord ate after he was raised from the dead, don't you, don't you think he expect us to eat? Quit starving yourself to death. Eat. Eat. <laughs> Eat good. Because where we are going, they ain't serving no broiled fish, none of that. And then lastly, we looked at the revelation, we looked at the resurrection. Let's look at the reassurance that the Lord want all of us to have today. I don't, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to vote, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter. Because we can reach the White House from our house. Are you listening? I remember when I was working at AT&T, anytime there was a new supervisor coming, the people were in such great fear, you know, because a new supervisor was coming. Man, let me tell you something. There's no need to fear man. What you ought to be doing out there is fearing God. Because he's the one that's keeping us alive. So what reassurance did the Lord give his disciples? In verse 44, And Jesus said unto them, Jesus said unto them, These are the words which I have spoken unto you. These are the words which I spoke unto you. While I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled. Which were written in the law of Moses. And in the prophets. And in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding. 
that they might understand the scriptures. Do you know how gifted and blessed you are to understand the scriptures? That are thousands of years old. It, it, we can't even begin to think about how old God is. And someone that old giving us an understanding of what he allowed to be written about him. Man, you're so blessed. You're so blessed. The Lord gave me a radio show. Talk to the bishop. You got a Bible question, we got a Bible answer. That came from God. I wasn't smart enough to do that. And there's never been a question I don't think that God has not given me an answer to. Hmm? Now, if I was all proud talking about I can handle this, it doesn't matter. No, 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 I can't because I don't know what's on the other end of that telephone. But God has somewhere, somehow shown himself mighty. Because people need to know. And y'all quit letting me be on that radio and on some of y'all don't call. But now you want to come here on Sunday and wear your Sunday school teacher. Well, yeah, what, what is the... I'm the chief teacher here. You got that? And I got some, not I, but you know, you know, the Lord has sent some chief teachers here. Man, these folk be spitting some word out. They be breaking it down. That's what the body need. We don't need another, another reel and all that. We, we need to understand what these scriptures are saying. Okay, so now, now notice this. In verse 45, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. People that just want to argue and disrupt Sunday school classes and just argue. I remember a guy used to call the Talk to the Bishop radio show and I put up with that man as long as I could. I know about a year or two. And he called one day and I wasn't feeling nothing. I hung up the phone. And I said, man, I can't help you. Because every answer I gave, which was biblical, he had an argument against that. I'm not here. And I, I've told people, I am not here for you to call up here to try to argue with me. Ain't going to be no argument. Because I got a button here. Yeah, I got a button. Now, if I can help you to understand God's word, I'm here. But if you're going to call up it, Hogger, which, which is the right church? The right church is where the word is, rightly divided. That's the right church. Because, you know, that, that question came up in John chapter 4, you know, with this, with this woman. Well, you know, which, 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 which you know, should I worship in Jerusalem? Should I worship somebody? The Lord said, <laughs> the Father seeking such to worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. You don't know where the right church is in Shreveport? It's where the word of God is rightly divided. And ain't no tap dancing, no monkey show. But see, we live in a time right now, people got to have a monkey, a donkey, and a dance. A monkey, a donkey, and a dance. 
And then there's some folks so worldly minded, they want to walk in the church where you got strobe lights. You know, and when the choir's singing, just start blinking the lights. They're all the lights blinking and have folk kicking their shoes off, running. Come here to, to get the word. Come to get the scriptures. Now, there's nothing wrong with you dancing. Just don't take your clothes off. Because everybody in here ain't holy. <laughs> Keep it clean. So only the God, say these words back to me, only the Lord can open my understanding to understand the scriptures. Verse 4 to 6, and said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead. Today's message, Hope in the Resurrection of Jesus. FC2986, FC2986 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy and girl. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. 
Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>